Rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTD Podcast with Tam and Dez. All right, welcome to the Rise, Train, Dream Podcast. Back in action with both of your hosts, Dez and Tam. We've got a pretty cool topic today. Honestly, I think we hear this one all the time, whether it's from clients, whether we see it on social media, and it's the thought process that eating healthy is expensive. Yeah, it can be for sure. Um, Clint and I were having this discussion last week, and when we were talking about this, Clint's like, well, you know, eating healthy can be expensive because you have the salad, and then you have the berries, and the cheese, and the nuts, and all the things to put in the salad and um the thing is like fresh fruits and vegetables are they are expensive you know what i think it depends and it depends on the season yeah so when things are in season they are typically a little bit less expensive whereas if you get a pineapple in winter probably really expensive <laughs> yeah like you can buy a bag of grapes and it's like 15 dollars or something and yeah that is expensive so you do have to pay close attention to that um, but there are things that are dirt cheap that are very inexpensive that you can eat every single day 100 percent. so we were just talking about this before we jumped on here and one of them is i mean let's i'm pretty sure everybody in the world eats this and it's rice. Rice. You can buy like a big 16 pound bag or whatever that could last you a year. Seriously. At like almost every meal for like 15 bucks. Yeah. Like I've seen them at Costco. I've seen them at Walmart. Um, I think I've even seen them at Safeway now. Yeah. Like they're at pretty much every grocery store, like big name grocery store. And yeah, 15 to 20 bucks and you get this like 16 kilogram massive ass bag of rice that lasts you literally a year. Like, I know when I bought them, I swear to God, I still have one from, like, two years ago. Yeah, rice is something that, well, we eat in our house almost every day, and we never seem to run out of it. There's always rice, and there's always rice in the rice cooker on standby. So it's, like, it's super easy to cook, it's cheap, and it's healthy. So we have a win-win-win. You could eat rice every day. And you can, like, spice rice up too, right? Like, it doesn't have to be just plain rice. You know, if you want to play around with some stuff, like turmeric rice. I don't know if you've ever tried that. Really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, cook your rice in broth instead of just water. Yeah. Adds a little flavor to it. I've seen people, one of my friends, she puts ginger, like, she cooks it in broth and then puts a little ginger in it and some spices. Like, Rice is so versatile. I can use it for dessert sometimes too, like some crushed pineapple and coconut with like a dollop of Greek yogurt mixed in with some rice. Put some rice in some salad bowls, like oh, you can everything. use it everywhere. Breakfast, lunch, yeah. dinner. It's so versatile. So like sixteen bucks for a year's worth of rice. Like even if you're you know a guy that eats chicken and rice every day of your life, yeah, fine. Maybe you're gonna buy two of those bags. Yeah, but like do the math on that right like you pay 16 bucks for how many meals like you're probably paying like 10 cents a meal yeah for that rice portion so myth dispelled (laughs) yeah another thing that is super super cheap for portion uh was oatmeal yeah like a big bag of oatmeal puffs up to like so much food like 
you know, you do a little scoop, a quarter cup, and it cooks up to be like a full cup. Mm -hmm. um, really cheap per serving size. Um, depend, like it really doesn't matter. Like the organic oats, the quick oats, the steel cut oats, they're all cheap and they're all really good for you. Great source of carbs. Um, and there's so many ways, again, versatility. I think that's good. That should be the like name of this podcast, but oats like personally i don't like cooked oats i know tam like loves cooked oats yeah i like overnight oats though and a lot of my clients same thing they don't really care for the texture of cooked oats but love overnight oats so it's a great alternative right like okay fine we don't want cooked ones but now we can still get all the same benefits from overnight oats and you can add a bunch of toppings to it the one thing I love about oatmeal for me is oatmeal has been on my meal plan for a while and it's typically thought of as a breakfast food but for me oatmeal was my dessert so I'd make my oatmeal I put a little bit of chocolate protein powder in there with some berries and mix it all up and it was like it was a treat for me you can also make it savory as well um so you can you can actually use oats like in place of rice like if you want to spice things up you oh. can make savory oats again you know, cook it in some kind of broth and like you can put like eggs on top of it, meat on top of it and just make it more savory. I've never done that. I'll try that for yeah, sure. Yeah, a couple people, a couple of my clients actually do that. So it's just an alternative, right? Like if you're getting sick of oats for breakfast, maybe make them savory, slap an egg on top of there, maybe whatever your favorite like. Yeah. Protein of eggs, pretty oh, yeah. cheap. Um, great source of protein, good healthy fat. This is one too where... I am going to argue um, with people that spend a little extra money on your eggs. You know, go for farm fresh eggs. Yeah. Um, the quality of like store-bought eggs that are mass produced compared to farm fresh eggs where you might pay like anywhere from about six to ten dollars for like one of those flats. Yeah. Sometimes you can get flats at farmers markets. So in the summertime, farmers markets can be your best friend yeah um you can get flats of eggs so like what is it two dozen um for quite a reasonable price lasts you a long time great source of protein eggs won't make you fat yeah they are a great source of healthy fats and everyone should incorporate eggs great snacks too like hard-boiled eggs in the fridge 100%. with some paprika some salt and pepper oh Super yeah easy even just like salad topper again um, egg salad sandwiches eggs 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 we can go on yeah and even if you do like you, if you don't want the huge fat content so say you like scrambled eggs in the morning one thing that I do when I'm in more of like a fat loss phase um, and watching my macros I'll use two whole eggs and then do egg whites because egg whites personally on their own I think are disgusting oh, I agree um so you mix egg whites like a quarter cup half a cup of egg whites with two whole eggs you don't even realize the eggs or the egg whites are in there way bumps up your protein content yeah and yeah it just makes it a little bit fuller and satiating so little hack there and inexpensive yeah another one is popcorn oh, so yeah. a big bag of popcorn and the air popper can last a long time uh lots of volume there for a snack and it's healthy lots of fiber yeah it, you know what Popcorn gets a bit of a bad rap, and don't get me wrong, like store-bought bag popcorn that has, like, you know, the cheddar flavor, something Microwave on it. popcorn. Not the best, or yeah, like heavy butter, but like air pop popcorn, even if you do put, there's a lot of natural seasonings um, 
out there. I know one of my friends introduced me to this, like, z- literal zero-calorie, like, dill and cheddar. Oh, I use those. Yeah, they're so, so good. good. Zero-calorie, so tasty, and popcorn is actually an amazing um, snack that's high in fiber and, good again, good carb source that's low on the glycemic index. Yeah. Um, so it's a great snack if you are, again, in a fat loss phase or just love popcorn. I love popcorn. Me too. I like to put coconut oil on my popcorn instead of butter. Yeah. I'll melt coconut I used to oil. Do that, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. And again, she said like super, you can buy like a bag of it and it can last you again for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, have it as a snack. Yeah. So, so far we've talked about rice, oatmeal, eggs, popcorn. Let's get into something that, and this is, I will say it is expensive a lot of the time, meat. Yeah. Right? Like, we need to eat protein. Meat's going to be our number one source for that, unless you're a vegetarian. Then you got to go the bean route and whatnot. Legumes. Um, also sheep. Yeah. <laughs> but protein, yes, it can be. I know I've seen prices, even in the last while, fluctuate quite a bit up. But this is where I suggest you look for deals, right? Because it always seems like some kind of protein is going to be on sale at some point. Like I was just having this talk with Tam about how for like a month you could get these massive like pork loin sections that again, I made probably 10 meals Yeah. out of this thing, like pulled pork, you know, steaks, whatever it was for again, like $15. Yeah. And for like a solid month, you know, I just lived off of pork and it's a fairly, you know, lean, decent source of protein. So look for the deals and buy it in bulk if it's on sale because meat freezes. Yeah, Clint, he's so good for that. Like, he'll wait for the boxes of chicken, like those big boxes mm-hmm. of chicken to go on sale. And then he'll go buy like five or six of them. And that's it for a year. We have all of our chicken. Oh, absolutely. And two, depending on what kind of area you live in, I know around here, um, if you have the freezer space, I know this might not be doable for maybe younger people that you know might not have a big freezer space but buying like half a cow oh yeah lots of people around here um do that it saves you so much money like you can literally again if you're one or two people you can have lean ground beef for like a year and a half like it lasts a long time yeah probably grass-fed better for you and yeah and like just look for those deals when it comes to protein like shrimp this is another one that i see all the time go on sale it's like buy a bag get a bag free yeah buy four yeah (laughs) right when that goes on sale because that stuff you can just store it in the freezer um and then you don't you know have to worry about it every single week like if you're going grocery shopping every single week it's going to get expensive. Yeah. You know, buy certain things in bulk when you can. When, you know, Superstore always has family packs, it seems, of chicken. Yeah. Right? Like, when those go on, those bigger packages go on sale for $30. At that time, buy two packages. And then when they go up to 45 yeah, you're not going to have to pay because you got the $30 one sitting in your freezer. Yeah. And then another, like, some things that are just cheaper, like bananas... Um, mm-hmm. certain types of fruits are much more expensive than others. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like you said, depending on the seasons, um, and 
frozen and canned fruits and vegetables often are much cheaper than the fresh stuff mm -hmm. and when they are frozen or canned they are usually done at their peak so typically they might hold more nutrients in them than the fresh stuff on the yeah on the people floor. for some reason people tend to think that frozen vegetables and fruits aren't as good as fresh ones which is completely untrue um, unless it's canned and they've added like a sweetener in so canned fruit definitely not the best um because they add a lot of sugars and sweeteners into it yeah. but the frozen fruits and vegetables there's nothing been added to it it's just been fresh vegetables and fruits that have been flash frozen in their prime state yeah i mean definitely there are i have seen frozen ones that do have stuff added to them but you have to look at that like does it say buttery corn yeah or is it just corn yeah. right because if it's just corn you're good if it's you know roasted and buttered then then that's not what we want to go for but yeah for vegetables um this is a hack that i just recently stumbled upon myself um i think i ripped you know when you go to the store and you get those like really flimsy bags that you buy broccoli or whatever you yeah. put them in i don't know i ripped it right so i'm like ah shit what am i gonna do with this so I just cut up all the broccoli and I put it in a Ziploc bag. That Ziploc bag kept that broccoli good for no word of a lie, a month. So now I've just started storing all of my fresh vegetables in Ziploc bags and it keeps so much better. Perfect. So there's a little hack for you. Buy, again, buy fresh stuff, keep it in a Ziploc bag and it'll keep for a little bit longer. And there are some vegetables too that they'll keep growing. There's certain types of lettuce, potatoes. romaine lettuce, potatoes, onions, put them in a glass of water and they'll continue producing for a while. Um, usually only the first cycle or two tastes good after that their taste starts to diminish a little bit, but. There is another thing. I don't know if anybody else has done this, but my mom used to do um, with like lettuce. She put like a wet paper towel around the like stem of oh it. yeah i've seen that and apparently it keeps it better and it does keep it longer I, because i've seen it firsthand yeah. like it does actually keep it fresher hmm. so another little hack if you want to buy lettuce and yogurt you can also freeze that so if you do notice that yogurt goes on sale in those individual types you can huck those in the freezer their texture does change a little bit when they thaw but i don't know if you're looking for healthy ways to eat on a budget that might be a little sacrifice worth taking. Yeah. Honestly, most stuff can be frozen, right? Like when we're talking meat, vegetables. Yeah. All of that stuff can be frozen. Um, so just freeze it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead and of letting it die in your fridge. Also meal prep. So we talk about meal prep a lot um, in our podcasts, but meal prep, prepping in bulk can save you money because you're not taking as many trips to the grocery store you have it all planned out you're not uh, I well, don't you're, know. you're just like using the stuff that you buy because this is what I find I typically find with people is you like you go to the grocery store you do this big grocery haul and then you almost get into a routine of going grocery shopping yeah right? like so every week or maybe even every two weeks, you go to the grocery store, you get the same stuff, and you don't even realize what you already have in your fridge. Yeah. Okay, so this is another tip. Take an inventory before you go grocery shopping. Yeah, for sure. Like, this is a mistake that I see people make all the time. They're like, you know, they just 
get into this weird routine and so they buy all the same stuff all this at the same time every time they go yet they still have you know four packages of rice in yeah. the cupboard but then they just bought four more and you're like I don't know what to make for dinner. Yeah. And meal planning and prepping, like, people think this is so overwhelming, but it saves you so... It saves you overwhelm, and it helps you save money. Yeah. Right? Like, I have definitely saved money on groceries because I have all my lunches planned, and then I have all my dinners planned as well. Or, sorry, I have all my lunches prepped... Because that's the one meal that I can't, I don't have time to make. And then I plan all of my meals for dinner. So I actually make a list of like five or six different options. And I don't have to have them on a specific day. But because I have that plan like magneted to my fridge, I look at it and I'm like, oh, okay, I feel like turkey burgers today. Or it was a long day, so let's make the microwave rice and chicken in the uh, Instapot. Yeah. Right? Like, have the plan. And, and repetitive meals save you money, too. Like, if you have oatmeal every day, rice every day, like, you know that that's what you're going to be eating. It takes some of the thought out of, like, the mental bandwidth out of, like, what to cook all the time. And I think we all have, like, you don't have to have a boring meal plan. Like, if you're a foodie and you like to try different things, like, totally cool. Like, definitely do. And I always encourage people to, you know, you know, try different vegetables, try different fruits, you know, try different sources of fiber. Maybe you'll find something you actually enjoy more, right? But I feel like we do all have certain foods that we really do like. So yeah lean into that like I personally I have two breakfasts that I ever eat yeah right like those are my boring meals right they don't get that extravagant I suppose right but whereas lunch and dinner well I might kind of step out of the box a little bit yeah however I do eat a lot of rice when it comes to dinner but still yeah so anytime I hear somebody say like oh eating healthy is so expensive I'm thinking like it's trash. I can argue against that for sure. But if you don't know what to eat, like if rice and oatmeal and eggs and popcorn aren't even on your radar, it is hard to navigate uh, the rising food prices for sure. But again, like I think that's, you know, nutrition especially is one of those things that takes a little bit longer to figure out, I think. Or like figure out what works for you, what do you actually like. But again, like it's... It's not hard and it's not expensive. Like, I remember the last time I went to Dairy Queen. Yeah. For two <laughs> people, the bill was like $35. And I'm like, and people think it's easy or it's expensive to eat healthy. And I just went through a fast food window and it cost $35. For dessert. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like you got the meal and maybe there's oh, like a okay. little ice cream on the side. But still, yeah. I'm just like, $35? Like, holy shit. Like, Personally, I think that the real expense of eating healthy is maybe you're expensing your time, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Because eating healthy, yeah, it does take a little bit more effort on your end, like, you know, the planning and the prepping, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much more. Like, I have created a guide and resources for all of my one- one-on-one online clients and clients of meals that require no prepping 
Yeah. Right? Um, like, if you're lazy, here you go. Like, here's here's an example. Here's, like, some cheap protein sources if you're lazy, right? Buy turkey pepperoni or deli meats or, you know, the little deli single-serve cheeses, like mm-hmm. the Laughing Cow and, um, what are those, Baby Bell. Like, if you're lazy, buy yeah. stuff like that. It has a great source of protein. They protein even shake. have boiled eggs. They yeah. even have boiled eggs that you can buy from the store now. Or, like, a rotisserie chicken. If Like, of all things, right? Like, it's easy and it's relatively healthy. And you didn't have to cook it yourself. And then going back to the time thing, this one is often overlooked, too. Like, yeah, it might take you a little bit more time than it would if you were to hit the drive through But it might give you seven years or more time back at the end of your life. So, But, too, here, here's the other thing that I'm going to say. So, the food... That you buy from any drive-through or restaurant, sure, convenience. It is convenient, but that food is so saturated in oils and whatever else that it takes away from your overall energy. Yeah. Right. If you fuel your body properly and you fuel your body to perform at a higher level, you're gonna have more energy and probably more time to focus on that kind of stuff. Like. This is another thing that I'll constantly post and tell people is my meal prep that I do every single week takes me anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes per week. Yeah. Can we do the math? How many, how many hours do we have in a week? I don't, I don't want to have to do that much math. 24 (laughs) times seven, but, um, you got a lot of hours in the week and it only takes me one to two hours a week to do meal prep. So if you are telling me you don't have one hour to do meal prep in a week pardon my language but you're fucking lying (laughs) (laughs) we can find time for that for sure um but the whole eating is or eating healthy is expensive um it really doesn't need to be there's a lot of foods that you can buy for cheap Mm -hmm. that keep for a long time and are delicious i love oatmeal rice popcorn Um, exactly and like we said bulk buying stuff in bulk is going to help you out a lot. Yeah. And look for the deals. Look for the deals. And then if you have some tips, uh, make sure you share them with uh, our group. Drop them in the Facebook group or post them on your social media. Every little bit these days is helpful. Uh, But, yeah, that's all I got. And even here, here's, like, a closing tip um, just to be funny because I always hear this, like, you know, from college students, right, you know, don't have money in college, don't have time, um, you can get some pretty solid gains and, you know, maintain your body composition, like Tam said, eating rice, like living off of rice, oatmeal, eggs, and even ramen. Um, Funny thing about ramen that I saw the other day, a package of ramen actually has eight grams of protein in it. Yeah. Did you know? Also, fun (laughs) fact, the nutrition label is uh, for one serving and each pot pack has two servings in it true and i didn't know that forever and i was like oh that's bad news (laughs) yeah so like i mean if you are trying to be on a budget like again buy in bulk or you can live off of that kind of stuff yeah absolutely but uh yeah so eating healthy is not expensive myth busted we will catch you all next time on the rise train dream podcast thanks everybody for tuning in online and make sure to share this episode out to your social media accounts and leave us a rating and a review.
Yeah, we would appreciate that. Everything helps. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening in, everyone. Hopefully you could find some value in that episode. However, if you're still feeling super overwhelmed and think you need help with the nutrition side of things, make sure to reach out to either myself or Tam and ask about our nutrition coaching services. That's DHPT Muscle and Strength and Train with Tam. Bye.